Did you know there are more than 7,100 languages spoken in the world today? <laughs> what each, is this, an, an each, NBC infomercial? Each and every one of these languages, Chris, make the world a diverse and beautiful place. Mm, mm. But there's only one language that's universal, and that's the language of... Love. Not what you're thinking. <laughs> it's music. <laughs> oh, okay. There are so many great songs of the world, and yet we are only spooned through fed the same ones over and over it's true until it's true. like now it's true so i'm take a really big spoon too yeah, yes they do like eating batter off of a cake panel <laughs> or acid out of a battery this is the greatest song you've never heard podcast and that's what we're talking about i'm phil anderson sitting across from me like he always is chris cochran chris spoon fed cochran with a beer sitting next to him is the one who birthed this podcast chris who says man can't give birth? Mm, <laughs> with good that, call. With good that call. said, how's it going? Why don't you explain you a little bit? You spent way too much time thinking about this introduction. Here's the thing. You always have the best intros. I, mine sucks. So every week from here on out, you're going to work on your us. That's true. I'm going to work on my intros. That's true. Thank you, Phil. Thank you. It's good to have you here. <laughs> it's good to be here. It's good to see you once again. Yes. Uh, both of us upriding on this side of the grass, as my grandpa used to say. Yep. The best place to be. Absolutely. Well, well, this show uh, started probably 20-something years ago, maybe 20 years ago, when I was uh, early days of podcasting, thought, you know what? There's all these songs that I love that no one's ever heard. I bet most people have songs they love that no one's ever heard. That's right. Why don't we start exposing those songs, and ex not exposing ourselves, but exposing Perfect. those songs Perfect. to the world at large? And so that's what this song's all about, this program's all about. We bring you songs that we feel are the greatest songs no one's ever heard but us. Now, here's the funny thing. I don't even know the song you're bringing. That is true. In fact, I don't even know if I'm looking in my email if I have an email waiting for me oh, that's with true. the lyrics. That's a that's actually a very good call. Now, this email will contain the lyrics, but not the title and not the artist. And so, like you there in the car listening to this, I have no idea what's coming up. They might be listening while they're running. Well, that's that person over there. That's true. That person running. No, not you. Yes, you. Mm. You did, will not know. Didn't you do a run recently? I did a walk. <laughs> <laughs> how many miles? Five whole miles. And how do your legs feel? Uh, they didn't feel good for oh, five whole days. Phil. I know. Hey, look, you know, it's uh, COVID recovery and that's what I'm leaning on. Well, that's a good call. That's a great excuse. That's the one I have. <laughs> that's the one I'm using. Yeah. Uh, how did Shelly do on her walk? Uh, we both came out the same. Very oh. sore. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. Yep. Fair enough. So I was going to get into some like... Like running stuff, but we don't have time for that today. So. No, you run every day. I know. You're I don't run every day. I've been recovering from a hamstring injury. Oh, really? Blew. I like literally blew up my hamstring. I was, I was hobbling for two weeks. That is, those aren't fun. No, I'm switching well, since we're getting into this. I have been uh, an avid runner for almost nine years now, eight years. And one of the, my favorite, 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 I've worn every kind of shoe there is, except for some of the newer ones. My favorite, favorite, favorite shoe of all time is a company out of Colorado called Newton. They're a very small company. And I recommended them. Everyone I've ever, ever recommended them to said these are the best running shoes I've ever gotten. They run about 140 mm. bucks or something. Pair, how long were you running them? How many 400 miles? 400 400, okay. Yeah. That, that's, that's pretty good. Most shoes they recommend you switch out every 400 miles-ish, except yeah. for... A brand new shoe company I found called Zero, X-E-R-O, which uh, is the same technique as, you know those toe shoes that people wear that look really goofy? They look like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They do look goofy. Well, the concept behind that is barefoot running, 
and there's a new company called Zero that makes toe shoe formed shoes. So there's very there's no padding. Okay. And you're supposed to get the same benefit from as the toe shoes, only they look like regular shoes. But you don't get any support in your arch. Nope. And yeah. it's actually better for you running wise. Interesting. So I ordered a pair. I got them. I'll get them uh, this week and I'll let you know how they turn out. Yeah. Do a video of you. Good friend of mine said he ran five miles for the first time in years with no pain. Really? Yep. That's what made me order them. Well, uh, this concludes our um, portion. The greatest run you've never done. <laughs> Run and fun with Chris Cochran. That's right. Well, today's song that I'm going to bring you, I am super excited about. I am a massive, massive mega fan of the artist that we're going to be listening to today. Is it Prince? No. It's a it's an artist I guarantee that you, Phil, have never heard of. And I okay. would guarantee anyone outside of Riley listening to the show has never heard of this artist as well. Riley, text me real quick when you hear this and then I'll... Maybe no, but it'd be a little late. Well, you got Phil's um, phone number on the last podcast. That's right. Should be easy. Or two podcasts ago. So today's artist is one of those artists that there are artists, and then there are artists' artists. Ah, yes. Yeah. This is in that latter category. This is an artist's artist that people in the know would say one of the greatest songwriters of all time. The average human being would go, "Who the hell is that?" Right. And today you're going to hear from "Who the hell is that?" Beautiful. You ready for it? it? Um, Just yes is my only answer. All right, let's do it. All the unsaid words that I might be thinking Uh All the little signs that I might give you Uh Would not be enough So we're not over coffee and say goodbye Smile over coffee and turn to gold We know this drill and we do it well We love it, we hate it, ain't that life i 
dust that will surely come of these bones. Uh huh. And I will not have loved enough. Cannot have loved enough. If we could see you with wiser eyes. Uh huh. All it is good and it's so sad and so true. Um, I my first thought is the production aspect of this is really really poor not at all (laughs) we're gonna get into that too really tight this is really tight Uh, there's something to be said for high value production Um, I I made no bones about this I love live music Mm -hmm. with everything that comes in a live uh, production absolutely okay i prefer that over anything but if you're gonna go into the recording studio make it sound good right and and this song they did uh i'm gonna go out on a limb and say the name of this is the curse of the second hand i'll probably be wrong you are incorrect perfect that's um it's called nod over coffee oh what a great line yes too. i mean that is a great song uh, not over coffee and then a smile. Over, I mean, it's like we're partying. Mm-hmm. And uh, any, anyway, and the organ in this, love the organ yes. in the background. Yes. You knew I would. It's it's really good. Uh, those are kind of my notes, other than the fact I think you may have sent me some other lyrics that I should not have seen yet. But No, I put those in there on purpose. You can okay. see them. Okay. Because <laughs> this is a two-for-one episode. <gasps> a bonus. It's a bonus episode. That's right. This is how we run here. So th- I... I lied a little bit. No, I didn't lie. I haven't made any untruths yet. This, the album, the artist we're going to be focusing on is an artist by the name of Mark Hurd. Okay. That was not Mark Hurd. Okay. That was an artist by the name of Pierce Pettis. Okay. Let me play you the second song. That song was called Not Over Coffee. It's one of my favorite songs of it's all time. It's really good. It documents the mundane of a relationship between a married couple, Ugh. unlike anything I've ever seen in my life. And the thought of the curse of the second hand, the time is actually, it's not a matter of time. It's that t- 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 
secondhand that's the curse isn't that how they used to i mean uh, uh you know in, in how the with the chinese uh water drill or yes. whatever you know yes um yeah i can take the first twenty thousand, but that would pass that it drives me crazy and that's what that all is so about. there's a couple of lines in this song i want to point out and then when i come back to mark heard you're going to understand why one of the lines is uh if i weren't so alone and afraid they might pay me what i'm worth this is the one coming up no, the song yeah. we just listened to. Okay, okay. I, if I, I weren't so alone and so afraid, they might pay me what I'm worth, but it wouldn't okay. be enough. Yeah. You deserve better. Right. Such a great line. Because so many men have felt this in their professional lives. And then there's the added like dread of the second hand and getting into the car and going to your work and all that stuff. And so when I tell you the story after the second song, mm. you're going to understand this. So this song I'm going to play you next. That song, by the way, is one of there's I I fumbled between four songs to come up with two because this guy is one of my favorite artists of all time. Well, I'm going to tell you, I will be looking up this guy and doing some deep dives because I if this is a style of song that I can wrap my head around and sink my teeth into. I, I love again the production, yeah, the way it sounds, the lyrics. Let's bring on number two. All right, here we go. Struggles the sun 
That was Mark Hurd. That was Mark Hurd. Strong Hand of Love. Yes. So there's a backstory on this song. That's why we got this as a bonus. Yes. That hooked up with the last song. That's true. And uh, Unveil. So would. Uh, Mark Hurd was one of those artists. Uh, he was actually discovered in 1976, 75, uh, by a uh, pioneer in Christian music. His name was Larry Norman. Okay. Larry Norman and Randy Stonehill. If you've been into Christian music, you would know who those people are. But if you don't, Larry Norman was the first person to ever do like real rock and roll, like legitimate rock and roll. Right. Did he do it uh, with in the a Christian key of D message. minor? No, but he did do. <laughs> was it Why Does the Devil Have All the Good Music? I think is one of his songs. <laughs> That's a great title. Yeah. And uh, funny you were looking at a Mariner a poster when you said that. That's true. So Randy Stonehill and Larry Norman are, are hanging out one day. They hear this guy playing and they go, this guy's awesome. They sign him to a record contract. Two years later, he moves to California and does his first album on what's called at that time Solid Rock Records, which was one of the very first contemporary Christian music labels of all time. The problem with Mark Hurd was he didn't fit in anybody's bucket. Mm. And we talked about this before, but like right. really didn't fit in anybody's bucket. So he did a couple albums with Randy, uh, Larry Norman's label, Solid Rock Records, left that and went to work for New Home uh, Recording Records. Is that who it is, New Home? Let me look up right here. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, Sweet Home is the name of the album. Sweet Home was run by a gentleman you may have heard of because of Leonard Skinner, uh, Chris Christian. Okay. The sailing takes me away. Oh, that's no, that's not Chris Christian. That's uh, Christopher Cross. Oh, that's true. Chris Christian was another big secular yeah. artist at the time. Right. Converted to Christianity, started his own label, shafted a bunch of people out of money, like literally did. And Mark Hurd was one oh, of those. Oh, we people. talked about him before too, didn't we? Uh, maybe, yeah. yeah maybe sometime yeah. in the past. Oh, that's very not what Jesus would do. So he became super disillusioned with like that whole industry, but at the same time continued to write songs and create albums that were cutting edge and defied genre and were way ahead of their time. And so to the point where a lot of artists were listening to him, both in it, people who had maybe a faith background, but weren't religious very, they didn't fit right. into the religious bucket. Right. And a lot of those bands like U2 that started out very, very religious in their themes, but right. kind of moved away from it. There were a lot of those in the mid 80s. Mm. The Call was one of them. Um, I'm trying to think of Vigilantes of Love was another one. They started, those kinds of people were looking at his music and going, this guy's a freaking genius. And they started getting really into his music. And all the people who are now considered like godfathers of contemporary Christian music mm. looked at this guy and went, I wish I had the cojones to put right. out music that was this honest. Right. So he then ends up working with bands and producing for bands like R.E.M., The Call, and a young lady you may have heard of called Olivia Newton-John. I've heard of her. Uh, she did an album in 82 or 83, which had a song on it called How to Grow Up Big and Strong, which was a song that he wrote for her, produced half of the album for Olivia Newton-John. After he graduated college in the 70s, he went to work, uh, studied under uh, a... Gentlemen, you you may have heard of, it wouldn't mean something to everybody, but it was a philosophy teacher called Francis Schaeffer, mm. studied under him in Switzerland for a while, and became this artist's artist. Right. The crazy part was- All in, the stuff you just described, all of his education and, and the philosophy, and psych, well, I don't think you said psychology, but there's all that aspect of just um, the thought leaders, right? It comes into his music. Yes. Which- Makes complete sense. And always on the verge of becoming a hit. 
Like there's a bunch of songs that he releases in the late 70s and early 80s that even in Christian radio never got airplay. But it was like that second tier. Like there's one song that I had ever heard of before. I got really, really into Mark Hurd. Right, right. And so fast forward to the 19, late 1980s and early 1990s, he started getting disillusioned and decided he'd been producing people for years. He was a phenomenal producer, phenomenal engineer, built a giant studio in his house and just started recording music at home. Wow. This was one of the first albums from that time period where he was just recording music at home. It's from an album called, uh, well, what's the name of this album? Dry Bones Dance. Okay. Uh, is, that, is the name of this album. It's from 1990 is when he did this song. And he wrote a bunch of songs from other people that went on to be hits uh, that, you, that are still one of the greatest songs you've never heard because they were like obscure artists. Anyway, <laughs> crazy enough, in 1992, he is playing at a festival. And in the middle of his set at this festival, he, back up a little bit, when he started this, there's a trilogy of albums called uh, Satellite Sky, Secondhand, Dry Bones Dance, were released in 90, 91, and 92. Mm -hmm. They're all this kind of Americana, you could hear the like mandolin in the background. So when the rest of the world is looking towards grunge, he's doing this other style of music, which now we look at and go... Oh, that's timeless. It's amazing. It right. became popular later. Right. He did the same thing in the early in the seventies and early eighties. A lot of the stuff he was exploring became like ten years later huge. So he, he does was this a man way before his way time. before his time. Yeah. He records three albums: uh, Dry Bones Dance in ninety, Second Hand in ninety one, which is where our Second Hand is where uh, the other song we listened to, Not Over Coffee, is from. Right. And then Satellite Sky, Dry Bones Dance. By the way, just through Kickstarter, got re released as a deluxe vinyl edition. That is, is available today, but which is why the song popped back up on my radar. Right. The crazy part is, in 1992, he's playing at a festival, and in the middle of his set, has a massive heart attack. Oh, really? Finishes his set. you got to be kidding. Walks off stage and says to somebody, I think I just had a heart attack, and collapses. They take him to the hospital. Wow. And two weeks later, he passes away. Consummate professional. Totally consummate professional. I don't and, know if his family would say that. But. And I've read a bunch of, of reviews and people who were at that show who went, best show he ever did, of course. Of course. That's you know. his swan song. Or swan so the, show. So the first song that we heard, when so when he died, he basically was a fairly poor musician. I mean, he has this big studio and all this stuff, but he wasn't making millions and millions right, of dollars. Right, right, right. And he ends up, his wife ends up with hundreds of thousands of dollars in medical bills because he was in the hospital for so long with a heart attack. Two weeks after he gets released, he actually passes away. So they release an album called Strong Hand of Love in 1993, which was a bunch of other artists who covered his songs and all the proceeds went to his wife. Wow. And the first song we heard from Pierce Pettis is from that album. That album is one of my Desert Island discs. It's one of those albums that I will forever listen to. It's full of covers. And every single song on that album, with the exception of one, is like blow you away amazing. It's it's on Spotify. It's on uh, Apple Music. But the best thing, if you want to just dive into the covers, is an album called Orphans of God. Okay. Which is a phenomenal line anyway. Right. But it's called Orphans of God. And it's all covers of his best songs. So if you just want to hear like how awesome this songwriter is with other people's interpretations of him, wow. it's super, super good. But this is, Mark Hurd is to me one of those people. And when you go back to the lyrics of Not Over Coffee, right. and here's the circle back. Uh, when he says things like, uh, where, I'm sorry, I pushed the wrong button. <laughs> if I weren't so alone and afraid, they might pay me what I was worth, but it would not be enough. You deserve better. 
And you think about that song about nodding over coffee in the context of a struggling musician right. who knows he's worth something, but he's afraid and alone and being super transparent and honest about it in song lyrics. And you tie these two songs together about in the background, if you look back on your life, you can see how love was holding a lot of things together. Right. Now you have this complete picture of this guy who was phenomenally talented, genius lyrically, and yet is still one of those people that no one's ever heard of. Isn't it somewhat like a, an artist that paints and things like this that nobody knows and they give you a hundred bucks or something like that and then he dies and it's worth... Van Gogh never sold a painting in his lifetime. Yeah, because he didn't have NFT. On his <laughs> <laughs> he, he could still be making money. Yeah. <laughs> at least his trust. So if you want to get into a Mark Hurd is his name, I would highly recommend. Uh, like his, early, his late 70s, early 80s stuff is very different. There's an album called Ideola, which is considered the like like seminal work that he did. It's not available digitally anywhere. You can't find it anywhere. It's like 75 bucks if you want to buy the record, if you can find it. And I've never seen it anywhere. Uh, but Dry Bones Dance was just re-released on, on vinyl. I would start, if I was you, if you wanted to start somewhere, I would start with the Orphans of God albums and listen to the songs because the songs are great. And then Mark Hurd, I can see where some people might think his voice is a little bit of an acquired taste. So Yeah, so that was the second one. Um, Nod Over Coffee was the initial song. Yes. And that was... Uh, Pierce Pettis, Pierce a Canadian artist. And I'm he, sorry, no, he's from Alabama. I can see how you can get those confused. Well, Bruce Coburn, who's a Canadian artist, and Vigilantes of Love, who are Canadian artists, have done a ton of his songs. So that's why I confused him. Um, but he is the one who wrote Nod Over Coffee. Mm-hmm. Coffee. Okay. He's the one who walked off stage and yes, okay, because that guy is is a really good. No, both songwriter. of these are Mark Hurd songs, and both of them were him. He's who won the Doctor of Satan died. Oh, gotcha. Pierce gotcha. Pettis just covered that song. Okay, for the tribute album. That is a fantastic song. Yes, that is a fantastic song. But from the sounds of it, there's a, a ton of fantastic songs. Uh, I had this. to weed through so many songs to get to this place, and I was really torn because there was a couple songs that I knew would like tick all the boxes for you. Yeah. But I just, I figured this was the best way to do it. Yeah. Sometimes you, I mean, you know, it's uh there's a lot to think about when you bring a song it in, is. you know, it's true. there's a lot to think about. And some of the things we think about is how people can get in touch with us, mm. you know, in between these, uh, when we release these podcasts. And how episodes. can they do that? Well, if you're on Twitter, you can tweet because by now I think Elon Musk probably owns Twitter. Just today, while we were while we were recording this, I saw a headline pop up that said Twitter agrees. Ah, so that would be three weeks ago or four weeks ago. Yeah, because that's kind of how far away. But how about that? So we will be throwing all sorts of stuff on Twitter now because mm. we can't get banned anymore. That's true. Uh, we are at GSYNH Podcast, and we are also on Facebook, which is the greatest song you never heard, and we have a website. We have people actually writing comments on our website. It's true. Brian Page, you're awesome. You yes. rock. Uh, it is the greatest song you never heard.com. And Chris, this was fantastic. Thank you. I don't know how I'm going to find time. I think I'm going to have to be mowing my lawn a whole lot because this is what <laughs> I'm going to start diving into um, this, this uh, music of Mark Hurd that I had never heard before. Well but now well you all have heard the greatest song you never heard. And we'll see you next time on the greatest song you've never heard podcast. Podcast.